0: Hello and welcome to the Northern Runes blog. Today we're going to be talking about the rune Algiz or Elhaz, as the Elder Futhark names it. The Anglo-Saxon Futhark names it Ale. It is not present in the same way in the Younger or Rose. It is absorbed by other runes and we will get to that in future posts as we are going to be talking of course about the Younger Futhark on the Oraman and Futhark. Right now we're focusing because of the way things just fall in the order of the runes with what the Elder Futhark and Anglo-Saxon Futhork have to say about Elhaz. The rune Elhaz is an important rune which has both protective attributes and aspects of deep connection. It is the energy invoked in the Elder and Anglo-Saxon rows for protection from both physical harm and spiritual attack. It can be used both in defensive and offensive ways and is an energy that can wound both physically and spiritually. This is also the rune that is most closely connected with the Filja or the Fetch. This is the inner Valkyrie that is the part of a person's complex, the equivalent to the Holy Guardian Angel or Daemon fancy word for higher genius in other systems this is the connection one must have in order to traverse the nine realms of the world tree and to achieve true enlightenment the method of achieving mastery of the runes used by many is based on a process of meditation and use of each rune in succession along the path the way the runes have been ordered thus granting one degrees of initiation into their mysteries my view and experience in regards to this method can be summed up in one word: ballocks. The rune masters of old, from all appearances, did learn the runes according to a progression, to the way they were ordered. But they underwent an initiatory process prior to their learning the in-depth esoteric meanings behind the rune staves. The verses in the Havamal where we read of Odin's self-sacrifice in winning the runes is a classic tale of shamanic initiation. This would have given the budding rune master the backdrop to the energetic powers of the runes, the context in which they are to be experienced and used. And I will add in here that this is something that you don't get if you just go through the runes in a progression and figure you're going to learn something. You will learn some things, but you will not learn the energy that binds it all together. The method I use and that I have taught to students is, first, the deep experience of connection to source energy, or as I call it, the energy of the glittering void, yunungaga Realizing through this experiential connection that the runes are gateways of frequency through which this source energy is expressed. The gods and goddesses are also expressions of this energy on different levels. You also are an expression of this energy on your level. This backdrop of experience unites the inner and outer worlds, which is one of the main keys to successful magic, and is also the main key to enlightenment. It is the main key to developing your soul. I will read the first part of this paragraph again. First, the deep experience of the connection to source energy, or as I call it, the energy of the glittering void, Gnugagap realizing, and this is important, through this experiential connection. It's not something you just learn in your head. You have to feel it. You have to know it. You have to experience it, that the runes are gateways of frequency through which this source energy is expressed. Just let that sink in for a moment. El has is the rune that in its office as the connection to the fetch provides the ability to experience this connection. This connection can also provide protection on both physical and spiritual planes. Now in divination this rune means generally a caution to be aware of hidden dangers yet to have the confidence that you are protected from those dangers as long as you heed the advice and be observant. In other words it's telling you that you have the ability to protect yourself, you have the faculties, you have the tools, you have the knowledge that is necessary to get out or get through difficult situations. It can in more esoteric aspects mean that you are under the tutelage of your inner Valkyrie or your higher self and are on the path of expansion. If ill-dignified, this rune can mean that you have moved into a very unwise position, a very blind position, and possibly a willfully blind position regarding the current circumstances, and because of that you are unprotected from hostile interests. It can, in a more esoteric meaning, suggest that you have submerged yourself into the mundane and cut yourself off from your own higher consciousness. Magically, this rune can be used defensively to ward off hostile energies, either from spirits, other energies, or from other people. It can also be used to invoke the presence of one's philya or fetch. In other words, it can be used to tune yourself in to the communication, the wordless, energetic expression of your higher genius, that you understand and synthesize into yourself. It can be used to facilitate that. Now again, seeing this particular magical use of has the importance of the connection to source energy providing the context of the runes themselves becomes apparent. The Anglo-Saxon rune poem says, the ale sedge is mostly to be found in the marsh, it grows in the water and makes a ghastly wound, Covering with blood every warrior who touches it is something to meditate on. Remember, if you are in the Edmonton area, to reserve your seat for the third session in the Ozatru and Ancient Runes course being held on March 10, 2012. If you want to watch the video, you can scroll down through the posts on the blog to the one dated February 20th, and you will see a brief video. Take a look and click the Buy Now button beneath the presentation to reserve your seat. Seating is limited, so act quickly before they fill up. Write blessings. Until next time.